Welcome back to Horror on the Online Express, where last we Ooh. left you, our intrepid hero friend chums, you'd had a fantastic Christmas, you'd all had a thousand presents, uh, you'd all sung an exciting song about books, nothing but books, always books, books forever. You then had a lazy uh, Christmas uh, uh, boxing day, where you all lounged around the professor's house with your feet up, having a lovely time. And now it's the evening of December the 26th, 1922, and the professor has managed to arrange a very special treat. Access to Westminster Abbey for an all-night, um, technically an all-night prayer session, because you are such devout Anglican Christians. And you want to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus Christ in peace and harmony with an all-night vigil at the Abbey. Yep, that's 100% what you're all up to. That's our story and we're sticking to it. Yeah. Um, wow. Well. Uh, but it is uh, about 7pm and uh, you have just arrived at Westminster Abbey. Alice has stayed at the professor's house. She's had one too many Christmas sherries and had a blinding migraine. She might poddle over in a taxi later on if she's feeling better. Huh? Uh, it is... Um, you drive around to the back of the Abbey complex. And... Kring. Yes. Roll me Ooh. a... D20. D20 incoming. <coughs> oh. It is starting to snow. Yay, Christmassy. Um, the, 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 <laughs> the gas street lamps are fluttering and flaring as big thick snowdrops pour out of the sky. The houses of Parliament... I'll lit up like a Christmas tree. But the Abbey itself is quite quiet. You are shown inside by a um, deacon, young man, who uh, welcomes her highness and her friends. You have the run of the Abbey. And if you need anything, he will be in the deanery. Uh, but otherwise, um, you're welcome to come and go as you please. You have the right to explore the entirety of the uh, Abbey. And you've just come through... Oh, that's not my pinger. This is my pinger. You've just come through this gate here. Is a deanery anything like an owlery? Does he just like stand in there on a perch and shit on the floor? No. That's exactly Sheesh. Uh, cars are parked here in the yard and you've been let through this gate and this gate and the gates have been closed behind you and the, dean, uh, the deacon disappears into this building and you're here. The Majestic building of Westminster Abbey. Um, the professor smiles at you all. So, my friends, we've got four supposed legends to investigate tonight. Well, smashing. 
I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. As we are. Yeah. Of course, Uncle. <laughs> if I was... stay again? Oh, yes, your mother wouldn't have you to stay. I remember it differently. You wanted me to come along on your little expeditions. Here I am, Uncle. Let's move on, shall we? Anyway, you were saying about the um, the four legends. Ah, yes. There are four legends we're interested in tonight. Not five, but four. There is the legend of Father Benedictus, a 14th century monk who was murdered in 1303 by thieves. The thieves were then captured and flayed alive in this very courtyard. He gestures at the cloister uh, for trying to steal from the house of God. Um, And supposedly, at 3am each night, Father Benedictus appears, chanting in Latin for the souls of the damned. So that one sounds exciting, but not till 3am. And it's... Um, the others is we've got John Bradshaw uh, he was sentenced to death by Charles I his ghost apparently appears in the sanctuary throughout the night what's all that clacking noise? clackety clack clack might be me typing typing. it is the inks typing hang on I'm going to mute myself while I type just, just remember that you've muted yourself. <laughs> I still hear her. Ah, now she's muted. She's probably being bothered by work. Anyway, uh, legend number three is the unknown soldier. As some of you are aware, they installed a grave to the unknown soldier. Yes. You said John Bradshaw, and then didn't say anything after John Bradshaw that I remember. His ghost appears in the sanctuary. All right, right, okay. Missed that bit. Uh, Apparently, the unknown soldier appears by the grave. Also throughout the evening and the night. And then there's the statue of Daniel Pultney. He apparently is holding a stone book. And he turns the pages between the hours of 11pm and 1am. So, that's what we're here to investigate. I suggest we split into two teams and go and look at the ones that we can look at now and um, gather for Pulkney and uh, Father Benedictus at the time. So I would suggest for now we take a little bit of time to wander around the abbey and get used to it. Let's have a wonder. Well, I am interested in going to have a look at the Unknown Soldier, because that's going to be outside, so maybe it's animals. It's not outside. Oh, isn't it? (laughs) But graves are normally outside, Uncle. Yes, but this is a fancy cathedral, so they bury most people inside. It's it's by the west doors, near the access to the belfry. I visibly wilt. (laughs) The only real outside place is here in the cloister. Don't worry, Nicholas. I'm sure that there'll be some animals in here. You know, 
owls and maybe some mice. mice. Yes, yes. I, I'll keep my eyes open then. I'll well, keep perhaps some open. pigeons. Evelyn and Nick, you go to the unknown soldier. Um, I am going to stay out here and um, have a think about where best to observe the 3 a.m. event. So, um, Robert, Max, uh, Louise, do you want to go and tackle uh, the sanctuary? Sure. Yes, let's go there. So let's go and have a look at the sanctuary. Uh, Evelyn and Nick head through this door into the south aisle. And Max, Robert, and Louise, you go through this door, which will take you into behind the choir and then the sanctuary. Um, Evelyn gives the professor a look of kind of like she's taking a hit for the team as she walks off with Nicholas. (laughs) Do I? He gave you the high tea. He also nearly got me killed and himself killed. I'm not forgetting that. We, we all return the look to you that says you've taken one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this like man language again? Or <laughs> <laughs> nod. Nicholas oh, looks to him up into the sky like he's saying, I'll give the team one for all right. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Suitably weirded out. Excellent. Um, I think I like roll that my man language. Uh, every all the women, you need to roll your man language to see if you can understand. What do I roll? Um, well, we don't know what you are, Max. So it could be either or. Maybe you're really good at man language. Maybe you're not. Roll sanity. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, let's see. Oh, there we go. No. <laughs> oh, is fast talk man language? Let's assume it's being made up as they go along. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will be um, Max, Robert, and Louise first. You enter the sanctuary. You have torches, I will point this out, because it's quite dark in here. You're in the middle of Westminster Abbey in the dark. Um, you, your footsteps echo on the marble tiled floors. Well, um, Louise, will you make me a, um, a spot hidden check first, please? Okay. I spot at hard. The chair is here, right here, right here. Just in front of the confessor's grave. You know the chair. The chair. I've just sent it into Telegram. It doesn't have the th- uh, the, the uh, stone of scone underneath it at the moment, but it's right there. Mummy's chair. Oh, the chair. <laughs> And there's no one here to see you if you're seeing it. Other than God. (laughs) 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 
Max Ooh. is going to be just kind of scanning around with the torch, not really paying attention to the, the anything in particular. Okay. Max is scanning. Robert, what are you doing? You're also just looking for ghosts. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Louise, are you going to resist the temptation to sit on the throne? I, if I can. <laughs> you can roll me your... Roll me your pal. Ooh. Yeah. You're old. You're accepting of the fact that you're never going to sit in the big chair. <laughs> you're old. Damn. You, you think perhaps that ghosts are scared away by torchlight? Are you more likely to see something with these off? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure either, but we could try both. Well, I'm... Once we've got somewhere where we think we're close enough to wherever the action will be, but this is quite a big area, so... Well, the, the sanctuary itself is, I mean, is quite large. It's this whole space, so I suppose we could spread out across it and then have a look with the light and then turn the light off and see if that changes anything. This makes sense. I will head to the towards the north porch. You go and um, the shrine to Saint Andrew. I'll leave Her Highness in the centre so she doesn't have to go anywhere. I'll head towards Poet's Corner. You trundle down into Poet's Corner. Uh, you are shining your torches around. You can distantly see at the other end of the nave um, what you think is probably Evelyn and Nick. They're like nearly 50 feet away. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that scale is wrong because Westminster Abbey is not 50 feet long. Mm-hmm. It is quite long. <laughs> It'd be a lot less impressive if it was. The <laughs> Lego, Lego version of Westminster Abbey. <laughs> 50 feet long. We just all squeezed inside it. We're like, oh, right. I'm pretty sure that's not much bigger than my house. <laughs> <laughs> That would be quite funny. <laughs> Evelyn walks in, she's like in danger of banging her head on the ceiling of Westminster Abbey. <laughs> oh my god, they've drunk Westminster Abbey. You know, they were a lot shorter in the olden days. They are 250 feet away from you. Okay, that's a bit more reasonable. It's 530 oh. feet from uh, one end to the other. Okay, so I'm going to wave my torch around and stare at statues and into corners and such and see if I can see this this chap, Charles Bradshaw. Roll me your uh, spot hidden and your occult team. Oh. Spot hidden and occult. Dum, dum, dum. Where's my occult gone? Wow, all the successes. My occult. This is how we roll. Oh. Ah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, You are all wandering around and you all see stuff. Wonderful. Uh, Robert, 
you uh, discover various um, shrines to different saints. And you remember reading all about how the, um, you know, the occult significance of where each statue is, which direction the action. Like some of them are facing away from like the entrance. So you're standing in front of the shrine and the statue is facing the other way. And that's because they've been aligned to point to the correct cardinal direction mm-hmm. that the, the saint is traditionally always looking in. Um, you remember reading about this somewhere, but it's mostly just occult Anglican paraphernalia and no ghosts. Oh, it's disappointing. But though not unexpected, there is an ancient confessional. It's been stored here as an example with a little plaque talking about, you know, what they used to be used for back in the Catholic days. It's almost like a cupboard. Are you asking me to get into the confessional? No. no are, you t- are, you tem- are you tempting me with a confessor? I'm tempting you with a confessor. Robert is not taking the bait. I mean, that would be something new to be trapped in, the confessional booth. By you. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just the way she sat back and looked absolutely terrified as that chair folded back. <laughs> Did you forget you unlocked it? It was sad- It was a lot more sudden than I was expecting. <laughs> hey, uh, meanwhile, Max, you were down in Poet's Corner. Uh, you see lots of plaques commemorating various poet laureates, famous poets, authors. Um, it's all very nice. There's lots of flowers. There's one of those um, candle stands where you would light candles in remembrance. But all the candles are out, obviously. Um, you don't find anything of occult significance that you recognise at this end of the um, cathedral. It is a cathedral in the dark. There is a, a iron gateway over this entranceway, however, which attracts your attention. It leads into a little shrine. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'll head over and and take. A, I'll shine the torch through the gateway and see if I can see what's in there. It appears to be a shrine to Saint Faith. Hmm. Saint I do. I know. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. You already know it's Saint Faith's Chapel because that's what the plaque above the door says. I'm going to shrug and kind of turn around and then walk into the the space. Actually, I'll just ping it, like, probably about... You're going to go stand in the there. transept and just be like... Yeah, and then I'm going to wait for the others to turn their torches off and try the doing it in darkness thing. Louise, you're standing on the dais mm-hmm. in the sanctuary. Edward the Confessor's chair is standing right there. And your torch starts to flicker on and off, on and off, and then it dies completely. And as you are plunged into darkness, you remember a tale your mother used to tell you long ago about how the um, royal family must only ever enter Westminster Cathedral on official occasions. Otherwise, they will disturb the family. 
and you feel a cold wind blowing around your ankles. So I just need to check, has the torch gone out entirely? Her torch has now gone out entirely. Okay, so I will, at that point I'll turn my torch off as well, thinking we're doing the look around in the dark thing. Um, as you feel the cold breeze around your ankles, Louise, Max's torch goes out. Um, Robert, you see the torches of the ladies go out. Um, oh, I turn my light out. Louise, sanity check. Oh yeah, this isn't uh, discomforting at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) You are good. Roll me your listen. My listen is that one. And listen. Oh. Well, just around my feet then. Yep, it's blowing around, blowing across your ankles and shins. Hmm. Um, you were a little bit disconcerted, but you were like, it's just nonsense. Hmm. I'm in an empty cathedral. Yeah. So I will. Because that seems like some sort of thing to be looked at. So I can... I assume I'm not seeing anything else. It's just this breeze. That's the only thing I've got. Just the breeze. Otherwise, you're standing in the dark. Some light from the... Um, <laughs> the street. The lights through the stained glass windows is actually mm. dimming as the snow is growing thicker. So it's growing <laughs> even darker in here. Okay. So if I... I'm not sure if I can get my light back on, given that it went off by itself, but I... You give it a thump. Roll <laughs> me your electrical repair. <laughs> I roll my brawl. No. Uh, electrical repair. Uh, no. Yeah, you think perhaps the professor has given you a dud torch. Hmm. <laughs> well... I wouldn't mind trying to explore, but I'm just here in the dark. So, yeah, I I just say my torch has gone out. Um, Max and Robert, roll listen, please. <laughs> listen. I swear every time I play this game, they move things around on the character sheet. Mm-hmm. I do not listen. I do the big listen. You hear Louise going, my torch has gone out, help! I'll turn my torch back on and I'll swiftly turn and kind of jog back towards the sanctuary and the nave. Robert, you see a light come on and move back into the middle. I switch my light back on as well. Do you join them? I do. I follow the light. You follow that. It's getting really dark in here. The snow is getting really thick outside. 
and the only source of light is your torches and the street lamps and the street lamps are being blocked by the snow it is peaceful and quiet and you both rejoin Louise who is uh, saying uh, oh so yeah my torch appears to have lost power not sure how and I couldn't get it back on Oh, um, torches do that sometimes. Before. Have you tried hitting it? I have. I'm out of ideas. Mm. Well, did it? Did you see anything at least when? I mean, we, I couldn't see anything in the dark, obviously, and there doesn't appear to be anything down there to do with this um, Bradshaw fellow. But was there anything up here? I didn't see anything, but I did sort of feel a breeze. So just down by my feet, uh, just around the chair, really. A breeze? Can, can you feel it now? Uh, can I feel it now? Three of you, roll me your... Pow. Ooh. Oh, no. Pow, 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 pow. pow. Kaplow. <laughs> oh, Failure. no. Uh, Max, you can't feel anything, but Robert and definitely Louise, you can feel this breeze blowing. It blows for a couple of seconds, then stops. It blows for a couple of seconds, then stops. It seems to be coming uh, from the direction of Henry VIII's chapel. Yeah, I, I can feel a breeze. It's definitely a breeze. Yeah, it comes and then it goes, and then it comes and goes again. I'm not getting anything, but um, there's two of you and one of me, so it seems that I'm the odd one out. I'll make that pims o'clock. I think you, um, <laughs> you're expecting that, Craig. You know it. Uh, it feels like it's coming from up there in the chapel area, so should we go check it out? I don't see why not. Yeah, let's have a look. You clomp on through. Meanwhile, Evelyn and the... Nicholas. Hello. You arrive at the tomb of the Unknown Warrior. It's a wow. solemn black slab of stone set into the floor of and the tiles. There are four large stone candlesticks at each corner of it. Wow. <clears throat> um, Is there any sign of a ghost here? <laughs> There's currently no sign of a ghost. Jesus. In the dark. Uh, The light that is shining through the transit, the the nave windows, is growing dimmer. You can see the doorway into the belfry stairs. And the gateway to the Warriors Memorial, which is where various famous generals and admirals and such, and knights, etc., have their little wall plaque. The, is there a fact about what the Tomb of the Unknown Warrior is here? There is. I will probably read that then. Beneath this stone rests the body of a British warrior, unknown by name or rank, brought from France to lie among the most illustrious of the land and buried here on Armistice Day, 11th of November 1920, in the presence of His Majesty King George V, his ministers of state, 
the chiefs of his forces, and a vast concourse of the nation. Thus are commemorated the many multitudes who died during the Great War of 1914-1918. to Gave the most that man can give, life itself, for God, for king and country, for loved ones, home and empire, for the sacred cause of justice and the freedom of the world. They buried him among the kings for his, because he had done good toward God and toward his house. Very stirring. Lovely. Um. But other than that, the pair of you are standing <clears throat> in the dark with two torches um, um, as the snow falls outside uh, on Boxing Day. Uh, um, Evelyn's she gets a cigarette, sparks up uh, um, with a match, and then proceeds to go round to each of the four torches and light them so they have some light round here. Uh, you... Makes sense. Are smoking a cigarette in Westminster Abbey in the dark. I mean, I couldn't think of anything more sacrilegious to do. <laughs> I mean, there are some other sacrilegious things you could do, but um, that's probably definitely on the list. Having a smoke over the unknown warrior's grave. <laughs> but you um, the candles. You what if she leaves that. one for him? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the unknown. Yeah, all right then. Yeah. I um I respectfully lay a single cigarette on the slab. <laughs> on, on, on the slab. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I probably appreciate that. Yeah, there you go. You now have light. Uh, you see the torches at the other end of the nave go out one by one. Uh, but you've got a nice little pool of warm light around this slab of stone. Uh, you're not seeing any ghosts. Mm. Um, have a. Would like, I guess, investigate the area. Investigate. Um, so it's literally just a slab of stone with writing on it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there were, okay. It literally looks like this. Uh, I'll send you a picture. Thank you. In case you've never seen it. Am I going to have to go Indiana Jones and go and get like a a, a, a railing and then just start smashing the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Please do not smash the other soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I won't stop you if you do, but it looks like this. It's in Telegram. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah, like I I, I um, kind of discreetly just lay a cigarette kind of in the inner edge. But before Evelyn walks around the area too much, I, I politely say, Evelyn, before you walk around the area much more. Would you mind if I just have a quick scout round to see if there's any footprints from little mousies or anything in the dust on the floor? Yeah, Evelyn acquiesces. Whatever. She says yes. <laughs> acquiesces. Um, and she, she just... Yeah, she just stands very, very still and just lets... After she's lit the candles, just lets Nicholas do whatever the fuck he wants, really. <laughs> I do not track. <laughs> Annoyingly, the floor is not dusty. Because it's clean, because it's a big public official place. Mm. Yeah. I figured that was going to happen, but Nick would try and do this anyway. Out, Westminster, just... uh, Westminster Abbey has cleaners. <laughs> um, just uh, just going to... Evelyn, just for the, the sake of whatever, she's going to she's gonna give it a go as well. Uh. 
she looks she kind of observes Nicholas and has a, a little look about as well from where she's standing. Yeah. Sees nothing. You can't really see anything. Well we listen. Listening, we are listening. Uh, wow. Bloody hell. <laughs> Poing <laughs> You both hear voices and you both freeze. And then you realise it's just Louise going, my torture's run out! We know Louise is, is with the other two, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like, just for a moment, you were like, oh! And then you're like, oh no, it's just Louise. Um, Remember to do mm. skills. Is the oh, um, is the belfry, like, where they pull the dingle-dongle things? The dingle-dong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. The dingle dongle. Yeah, when 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 um when Nicholas has kind of done done his uh, like cursory look around, um, yeah, Evelyn's gonna have a bit of a wonder. She's gonna wander into the belfry and stuff. I mean, it's you open the door. There is a staircase that goes up around the edge of the square tower. It goes up maybe three stories, and then there's a wooden floor you can just make out. Um, can I get? Th- can I fit through the little door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I cool. Mean, you have to bend almost double <laughs> to fit through it because it's quite a short door, but you can fit through it. I'll have to shine a torch up the the belfry. Yeah, you can see this um wooden staircase. It's about three stories up. It'll take you about two minutes, three minutes to climb up there, depending how quickly you take the stairs. I mean, it has nothing to do with the investigation. Absolutely nothing, but. But you found a staircase. I mean, the opportunity to go into the belfry of Westminster Abbey doesn't really come up, does it? Not normally, no. The view from the belfry. Because I'm assuming that's where the bells are and you can see out of it. Yeah. Um, you going to climb up? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Hey, uh, are you telling Nicholas? Uh, I mean... I don't, I'm, Nicholas would see and notice, I would assume, unless he's completely absorbed with looking for animals. I'm not going to tell him, but I'm also not going to like sneak away. Okay, you just start. Up. Uh, Nicholas, are you following um, Evelyn up the stairs, or are you staying out in the main hall? Um, there's no animals here. Might be able to see some animals from up there. <laughs> I follow her. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sending another picture to Telegram just to remind you what Westminster Abbey looks like. You're climbing up the one on your left. Ah. Oh, cool. Uh, the one with the clock on. And yeah, so we could look out those little slats and stuff, I'd assume. The first level you get to with all the slats is full of clockwork machinery. And then there's oh. a ladder that leads up higher. Oh, my gosh. It's like a dream. Are you going to head higher or are you going to poke around the clockwork? Now, now that Evelyn's got me this far already, I just keep going up. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Evelyn's going to lead the way and she's going to go up as well. That's up there. <laughs> okay, the next, the next level is the one with the clock face and more clockwork machinery. And then there's another ladder that goes up and you find the bells. They're in this sort of like the upper bit with all the slats. And there is a, uh, the ladders, the bells are all attached to various pieces of machinery. It looks like they're not run by hand anymore. They're all run by this clockwork contraption. But there is a ladder that goes up onto the crenellated roof 
of the tower. Mashing. Congratulations. <laughs> um, while, while, while she's walking past, she is definitely going to like, can she reach one of the bells? You can reach them. Do you ting a bell? Yeah, I ting a bell with my knuckle. Roll power as you ting a bell. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, pow. 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 Yeah, there we go. The bell goes ting. Wonderful. And you both, there's a trapdoor, you unlock the trapdoor, it has a bolt, you push it open and you climb out into the snow. Um, the crenellations are actually taller than your heads, but you can kind of peer through the little gaps. Are they taller than Evelyn's head? Yep. Oh, Jesus, those are pretty tall. They, I probably can't peer through the little gaps then. <laughs> I'm um, definitely going to have to lift you up. Like I am not <laughs> lifting. <laughs> You're going to have to Lion King this. <laughs> um, no, you can kind of cl- pull up, pull yourself up, Nick, and look. Okay. Uh, the snow is drifting down. It's quite cold, and you are definitely currently standing on top of um, Westminster Abbey in the snow on Boxing Day. You can see hazy streetlights. The occasional car or horse carriage goes past. Westminster Abbey is now dark. It's turned its lights off, but you can still see Big Ben by the clock tower. And Big Mm. Ben is just ringing the quarter past eight. Is there like a box or like something that may have been left up here by someone? Like who was doing work or just came over here for a cigarette break or something like that? I don't know. I'm just trying I'm trying to think of a way that I don't have to lift Nicholas, but I would like Nicholas to see this because I think it's kind of beautiful and it being boxing day and snowing and stuff. Roll me your luck. Yeah, uh, there's a flagpole (laughs) up here so you find a box and you slide well there's actually a step ladder. Yeah, I set, I I fiddling around with the flagpole, so you you set the <laughs> step ladder up for Nicholas. Yeah, <laughs> I use the step ladder to have a proper look. Yeah, you're both standing at the top of Westminster Abbey in the snow, having a nice time. There Aww. are no ghosts. Any animals though? Uh, roll me your spot hidden. <gasps> Come on, bats! Come on, bats! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did we fail to spot, like, a freaking oh, bar geist or something like Fucking hell. Why do I do this? In <laughs> Westminster Abbey, the animals spot you. Thank you, just looking for stuff, not clouding uh, over the stonework. Uh, because of the heavy snow, you can't see anything. Okay. I'm not sure, Ash. I'm not sure. I would argue that Nick in this scenario is like a cat on a window ledge that sees a bird fly past, and he just I... goes for it. So, I like, I may I close like the trap door that's at the top of the ladder that goes to the roof. You can. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> um... I, I have this sudden urge to. To close it, just in case anyone is somewhat... I'm thinking back to the well incident. <laughs> Roll your dexterity, please, at hard. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Nicholas, you turn. You see something. You step off the stepladder, and the trapdoor is right there. 
Smashing! <laughs> Everyone in the abbey hears a clong of one of the bells going off. Hey, at least I didn't have to roll pow. <laughs> I got it to clong without pow. Then, Nicholas, uh, you land quite uncomfortably on top of some very delicate clockwork. And there's a click, 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 sprung! And all the bells ring. You are both absolutely deafened. And then they stop mid, mid-ringing. So, meanwhile, uh, Robert, Louise and Max, you've um, entered Henry VIII's chapel and been poking around. Roll me your spot hidden, everyone. You will find where the breeze is coming from. There's sort of like a grill in the floor. Um, It's about maybe two foot across, five feet wide, and cold air is washing out of it periodically and shining your torches down there. You can see it drops down about... um, Maybe 25 feet into like a, um, what do you call it? Crypt. Underneath. A breeze from the crypt. <laughs> I think if anyone walking through the, the sort of front might feel as something's brushed by them, then this could be a good source of that. Yeah. That's might a fair be, assessment. Might be just colder air underneath being pushed out as wind passes through or some such. Are we going to investigate that any further? I mean, how do we get down to the crypt? I'm not suggesting we do. I'm just saying, if we were to do it. There's probably some stairs somewhere around here. They didn't have them tucked away in little, little doorways. I'm going to look around and see if I can find any evidence of a way down to the... Shine your torches around. There is a doorway here with a stairway. And there's a doorway on the north side with a stairway. And as you were looking at them, you hear a faint clong. And all the bells go clong out of sequence. And then stop after one boom. I'm going to look at the others and just say... Nicholas... Nicholas. Okay. <laughs> Out. We should see if everything is okay. Yeah, we should go check they're okay. But should we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, we okay. should. I suppose. I'm going to... Plopping your way. I mean, if you want to stay here and continue looking for the stairs, we can go check everything's okay. That sounds... Yeah, why not? Okay. Max stays behind. Louise and Robert, you head down through the choir. You are joined by the professor and the deacon, who both come hurrying in. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, shit. uh, The deacon heads straight for the belfry, uh, but that will take a little while. Uh, Evelyn, um, oh, Nicholas, roll me your constitution, please. That hard. You are currently unconscious because you landed on some bells and then the machine. That's fair. Uh, Evelyn, what are you doing? You're like, fuck. 
<laughs> Ow, my fucking ears! You are also deaf. Nicholas! There was no response. <laughs> Even if there was, I couldn't fucking hear it. All I can hear is... Right now. Um, Evelyn, like, just... Um, seeing, obviously seeing Nicholas fall down the, the like, hole where the ladder was, she just goes down there. You um, scramble down, you find Nicholas fall on top of what was some complicated looking machinery. Um, 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 because I am a lady, of course, uh, smelling salts. Oh, your <laughs> uh, oh shit, first aid, uh... Yeah, definitely first aid. I was going to say medicine, and then I was like, um, I don't know what to do with smelling salts. I shove him up his ear. You're waving your smelling salts under his nose, but you're not sure what else to do. Nicholas, won't be constitution that hard? Not even close. Um, I checked to see if Nicholas is alive. Uh, he seems to be breathing. Okay, good. Um, but there's a lot of smashed springs and out-of-place cogs um, all over the place. Romy, you're listening at extreme. Uh... <laughs> oh. oh my god, yes! What good it's going to do, but... You can just hear very faintly over the ringing someone going, Hello, hello, uh, everyone else. The deacon is climbing up the stairs like, Hello, who's up here? What's going on? Are you all following him? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, Evelyn. Yes. I'm, Louise? I'm content for them to find out and let me know. You <laughs> like a true royal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Professor Smith uh, sits down next to you, Louise, and he's like, He's going to have broken something, isn't he? What do you think, Louise? Sorry, I missed that. Uh, the professor has sat down next to you and he's like, he's broken something, hasn't he? Oh, I hope not, but possibly. Uh, we just pre- so, what's the plan here, Louise? Um, we pretend we don't know him and he's clearly a vagrant who's broken in? <laughs> or... Uh, do I have to admit he's family? Literally entered the building with you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally had a conversation in front of the dean with, with, with him. Uh, yeah, but you see, about how his mother him. didn't want him. <laughs> the actual truth and the truth to protect the royal family are very different things. <laughs> anyway, Evelyn, uh, Robert and uh, the deacon appear up into the belfry with you and uh, Robert you are greeted by Evelyn waving smelling salts under Nicholas's nose. Nicholas is lying on top of a machine he's clearly... Oh I didn't realise he was still on top of it can I I have taken him down from the machine onto the floor? Uh, I'm not going to lie I don't want to wake up at the minute (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, yes, you find Evelyn has lied, Nic- laid Nicholas out on the floor. Uh, the clockwork machinery that clearly runs the bells is a mess. And the deacon is just like, What did you do? 
Um, he fell from the top. He had a misstep through the through the ladder. What? Uh, Deacon kneels down next to Nicholas. Um, He's like, I'm going to go call an ambulance. Ambulance. Don't move him. Beedo, beedo. (laughs) Uh, What's your surname again, Robert? Randolph. Mr. Randolph, see if you can help him. I'll go get help. Uh, the deacon clatters down the stairs. I what did he try say? to help. He's going to get an ambulance. <laughs> He's going to get a lance. <laughs> ambulance. <laughs> He's going to ambulate to a lance. <laughs> I put my thumb up and I see if I can stir Nick by slapping him gently round the face. Okay. Looks absolutely befuddled. Roll your constitution <laughs> hard, Nicholas. Want to succeed? Ah. <laughs> oh. okay. um, the deacon reappears. Louise uh, bows, says, "Please excuse me, ma'am. I need to go and call an ambulance." Um. And he hurries off. <laughs> Back outside. Sparks up another cigarette. <laughs> uh, Max. Max, you found the stairways that lead down to the crypt. Cool. I'm going to head down. You clatter on down the steps into the crypt beneath Westminster Abbey. It's sort of like rough sandstone blocks. Uh, there are various nameplates for famous people who've been buried here. Um, you're standing outside um, what looks like Henry VIII's tomb. So there's the bit that projects above into the chapel above, but the actual bit where yeah. the berries are, the bodies are, is under, is here, and that's where yeah. you're currently standing. I'm trying to find what might be the source of the breeze, like some form of colder section of air that might be regularly circulating through to go up through that vent. Roll me your... Let me just have a look at your character sheet. Oh, you max, max. Maximum waters, there you are. Okay, roll me your... Will I allow Approve... Roll me your prawn. Yeah, roll me your appraise and your spot hidden. Oh, God. Oh, that was fucking useful. Huh. Uh, you don't quite understand the mechanics of how it works. But you find another slot in the floor underneath. The, you find the air vent that goes up above, and there's another grill on the floor down here. And the breeze mm-hmm. is blowing up through that occasionally, and then obviously it's blowing upwards through that. It's quite stronger down here. Um, mm. Roll me your... You got okay. extreme success. So I did. roll me your listen, as you have an idea. Okay, listen. Hey, hey, listen. Oh, 
you could ever so gently hear the clatter of a train. Very distant and coming from under there. So there must be a tube tunnel under there somewhere. And the air of the train is being pushed up through these vents into the cathedral. Mystery solved. I'm going to... Is every ghost story in London to do with the tube? Like 60% (laughs) of them. I'm going to take quick notes on that and then I'm going to... Head back upstairs, though I'm going to take my time because I really don't want to deal with whatever Nicholas has done. Are you just going to have a wander around in the chapel? Uh, the, the quip goes in both directions. I might head. So you said this this gentleman Charles Branshaw. Did I have any other details about his history? Uh, no, just he apparently. Actually, there was one thing you know. Uh, where is he? Right, he was sentenced to death by Charles the First. Okay. Do I know, have I seen the platoon um, for Charles I down here anywhere? Uh, you have not. You would like to go looking for it? The, the, the quick goes all the yeah. way around this way. Um, I'm going to go looking for Charles I's thing, just on a hunch that maybe if I were Charles Branshaw's ghost, I'd probably turn up somewhere around there. Okay, you go looking for him. Uh, roll me your history. Oh. oh, God, I have shit history score. Nope. Uh, you're wandering around looking at names. Roll me your Latin. Oh, I don't have any Latin either. I speak German and Arabic. Oh, well. Um, you're wandering around uh, the crypt under Westminster Abbey on your own in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. Uh, well, Boxing Day. Roll me your sanity. Just because it is a little bit creepy to be down here on your own. No, but you're fine. You're wandering, reading names. Roll me your listen again. Yeah. Uh, you can hear voices at one point, and you'll realise you're under another grill, and you can hear Louise and the professor talking. I'm just going to move underneath the grill and go, Professor, is that you? Uh, roll listen, please, Louise. Um, roll listen. I very listen. You hear Max going, Professor, is that you? His voice is coming from a grill near where you're sitting. <laughs> the professor uh, gives you a look and goes over with you. Yeah, I will... Head over to the ground. Max? Ah, Louise, I'm I'm down in the crypt. I'd um it, I found the source of that strange breeze. It's just the train going underneath um Henry's crypt, nothing untoward other than that. I figured I'd look for Charles's um grave. That whole Branshaw thing having to do with him. I don't suppose you know where it is down here, do you? I'm afraid my Latin is somewhat poor. Uh, Louise, you know that he's buried at St. George's Chapel at Windsor. Mm. Yes, uh, he's not buried here. No. Okay, well, I guess that's that plan out. I'll just have an explore and see if I can find anything to do with Bradshaw or maybe see anything down here. But I take it Nicholas has done a Nicholas? 
Yes, it, it certainly seems that way. Um, the the deacon's gone uh, to arrange for an ambulance. In fact. Oh. Well, I'm I'm terribly sorry to hear that. I'll um. Yes, I'll come back up in a bit. Have fun. Hey. The professor tells you, Louise is like, should we go and join Max in the uh, crypt? Maybe just to, you know have a look around. If we're happy the deacon's got everything sorted up here yeah, I'm not sure there's so. much I don't think there's much more we can do Should we go have a poke around your ancestors? Uh, I'm, I'm sure they won't mind <laughs> Louise and the professor abandon the crypt and about <laughs> five minutes later Max uh, they appear round a corner with their torches <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, huh. Robert and Evelyn, uh, are you going to try and revive Nicholas again, or are you just kind of keeping him comfortable? Um, I assume there's no easy way for us to get him down from here. Not easily. You'd have to carry him down a rickety stone uh, wooden staircase. <sighs> we were told not to move him, but uh, I guess uh, Evelyn wouldn't have heard that. But Evelyn, roll me your constitution, please. That would be in a hundred. Reduce your listening stat by ten, please. Oh my god, my listening stat is... Permanent damage. Damn. Uh, Nicholas, you also need to reduce your listening stat by ten. Don't I get a con roll first? No. You were next to the bells when they went off. You don't get a con roll. They have been damaged. I could spend 99 luck. I could, can, you can't on a critical you fail, can you? can't spend luck. Fail. Damn it. Yeah, sorry, Craig. You were next to the bells when they went off. That's why you're unconscious, oh, mostly. Like, standing next to those sort of massive bells without ear protection is bad for you. Okay, uh, Robert, are you just going to wait for some professionals to turn up, or are you going to... Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I'm aware of my pros and cons, and one of them isn't, you know, first aid, so I'll wait for the professionals. Okay, Evelyn, you've discovered you've got little traces of blood leaking out of each ear. Oh! You're, like, dabbing at it. You, like, felt something liquid, and you dab them, and you're like, ah... Do I, do I spot this? You do spot this. It's very easy to see. I give a face of oh. Um, <laughs> I think you should go down, Robert. <laughs> I don't think I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look up. Um, <laughs> You're not well. <laughs> at this point, Evelyn is looking pale, and she staggers back and slumps against the wall, and is just like dazed. It, the, I just, if it's my inner ear that's burst out, I wouldn't be able to stand. Your inner ear, but you're, you're definitely oh, okay. damaged them a little bit. Uh, Ooh, yeah. It takes about 15 minutes before a whole troop of people come clattering up the stairs. Uh, there are some paramedics. There are various officials of the church who have been awoken up. Uh, someone flicks a switch and the electric lights come on so you can see a bit better. <laughs> Why 
didn't know there was a thing with the electric lights. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> Why do we not think to turn those on? None of us. So I was like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> electric it's lights not. are the least of my concern right now. You're barely into the campaign, and you guys have already permanently damaged your ears. Uh, it's just not the mood. <laughs> I've not even seen the train what's, yet. Out of curiosity, what is the minimum listen you, you, that you can possibly have? Well, what's the odds gone down? One. To? Five. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go below one. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> I wasn't sure if there was a oh, base. Can we get one of those ear trumpets? Hello? Evelyn, they tend to you first because you're the lady and they help you downstairs. And they escort you outside to an ambulance. Nicholas is slightly slid onto a stretcher and carried down as well by some burly young men. Uh, as you come out into the nave, Robert, you can't help but notice the professor and the princess are both missing. Um, um is is anyone else that was here around? The deacon is about. He's looking. Um, he's looking very distraught. I I approach the deacon and say, "Sorry, deacon, for the trouble. Uh, where did um the professor and and Louise go?" Um, I don't know. I assume her highness has extricated herself from the fuss. Yeah, it must be that. I'll assume that out. They're outside at this point, just waiting. Do you want to accompany your friends to the hospital, or? Um, no, I don't think that's necessary. Has um, has Maximum Waters appeared? But yeah, out of the chapel. Uh, no, I haven't seen him yet. Okay, I'll go back to the chapel to yes, let. You go and round your friends up, and uh, yes, let's do that. I'm going to very politely throw you all out. Understood. <laughs> Evelyn and Nick are taken to a hospital. Uh, you are taken to what's probably closest? Uh, probably Charing Cross. Oh no, St Thomas's will be closer. It's the other side of Westminster Bridge. You are taken to West uh, St Thomas's Hospital on the opposite bank of the Thames to the Houses of Parliament. Um. You will be tended to Evelyn. Let's do some medicine on you first. Uh, Evelyn, uh, you may add five to your listen as the doctors are able to um, like drain various fluids out of your ear canal. And um... Great, thank you. And your hearing is starting to return. It's just not as sensitive as it was. Uh, Nicholas... <laughs> Let's see how they do on you. It's all that time in libraries. A six. So quiet. Okay, uh, Nicholas, you may add five back to your listen. And you wake up in a hospital bed with doctors fussing over you. I'd rather not. (laughs) I'm afraid you have. You're battered, bruised. You've got a couple of wounds on your back which have been stitched shut and bandage where various spiky bits of clockwork material pierced you. but nothing... It's the last thing I remember standing over the warrior's grave. No, the last thing you remember is turning around and stepping off, no. a, um, 
stepladder, and then there were bells coming towards you. Oh, dear. You remember everything. Um, a doctor informs you that you should be fine. Uh, a couple of police officers would like to speak to you when you have time. Uh, but I've encouraged them to wait until at least morning, sir. So why don't you lie here and rest? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Ay, ay, ay. It wouldn't be a Call of Cthulhu campaign without some adventures. Uh, Max, Louise, and the Professor, you are wandering around the crypt having a nice time. Uh, Louise, roll your Latin if you have it. I don't, but I have various Latin inspired languages. <laughs> I was going to try and pull that one, but I thought I get away with it. <laughs> it's a an extreme role, surely. Who, uh, who uh, could help with this is currently in the hospital. <laughs> okay, uh, all of you can roll your history again. I will attempt to. My history is shocking. Histoire. Mm. Boom. Ah. Oh, that's better oh, than sure. last time. It's... You all have a lovely time wandering around. Oh. Uh, Does the professor have? Surely the professor does have Latin. He's translating various names for you. There's various knights. Uh, there's a nun that he's quite interested in. Uh, he takes some pictures of the grills you found, Max, with his camera to use as proof that you know it's the trains and as you are you by this point you've circled back round to the royal crypt and uh, Robert comes down the stairs the professor turns to you Robert and is like ah Robert have a thing oh, to yeah. calm down a bit now um calm down uh, Evelyn and Nick have gone to hospital um there were some shenanigans with the bells as, as you heard um yeah, I think we're about to be kicked out, so I've come to collect you, basically. Did you manage to find anything? Well, Max managed to solve one mystery. This is good. The sailor beat. I mean, it's better than four. It's better than nothing, I suppose, you know. 25% of the four we came to solve. <laughs> Well, um, we may as well retire then, and when, I doubt they're going to let us stay for the 3am event. I mean, We're not going to be allowed now? to stay. What was that, Max? What time is it now, Professor? Uh, it's like 9pm at this point. No, oh, so not even the 11am one, in, or 11pm one is likely to be a, a viable option for us. Oh, well, you're high. Don't speak we we could always put our jackets on back to front and then pretend we're different people. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not sure that will work for me necessarily, Robert. But an inspired suggestion. Oh, your hands, I think you might be somewhat too well known for such a a basic ploy. Do you think you could uh, pull the old royal family rank and get them to let us stay, your highness? Uh Possibly, but I don't know if I'm likely to get myself involved any more than I have by being here. I may just have not been here today. Yeah, 
I think I might also not have been here and sent uh, <laughs> sent um, Evelyn and Nicholas out on their own on this one. What do you think, guys? I'm happy um, to uh, have been here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is going to end up in the newspapers. It's going to impact on people's careers. Uh, prayer party destroy bells at Westminster Abbey. That- but solves mysteries. I- um, yes, I, I'm i not sure it would do some of the more surreptitious work I do for you much good, Professor, if my name and such is all over the papers. Well, hopefully Alice can pull some strings when we get home. She works for newspapers. We keep all of our names. Mind you, I can't remember what, what outfit was I wearing when I came out tonight. Uh, I can't remember. I think you were in a suit. Day? I'm just gonna, just gonna say. Well, I um, I guess I'll have to ditch this particular persona just in case. Okay, uh, you head back upstairs. Uh, the deacon and some of his uh, very large, burly porters politely escort you all back to your cards. And of course, um, he will politely not remember that the princess was here. Appreciated. Um, you head back to the professor's house in uh, St. John's Wood. Uh, you arrive back at about 10.30. Beddoes let you two in. Alice comes wandering down the stairs in a dressing gown like, we're back early. Well, half of us are. And uh, you regale Alice with the story of what happened. Yes, in excruciating I, detail. Yeah. Right. I suppose, would you like me or Beddoes to go and check in on the other two, Professor? Um, oh. I could probably go in a, a somewhat less notable attire and make discreet inquiries. Well... Alice rolled a nine on writing this up as a story, which is one off an extreme success for her. So uh, she is on the phone to her editor having a talk about the scoop that has totally happened and will be happening about how, you know, whilst on a prayer visit, a bunch of well-meaning citizens foiled a evil cad or something. She's making some shit up. <laughs> To get you lot off the hook. I will. Uh, I um. I I, I. I think I'll go and check in on them, but just maybe subtly. That's probably for just to see if they're okay. Um, if you don't mind, then um, everyone, I'm just going to go and change into something a little less um, dramatic when I head back upstairs to my room. Yes! Uh, you are invited to stay the night and rest. Do you take them up on this offer? Hell no. They would like to keep you in. But you are free to leave should you desire to do so. 
kind of, I kind of want to give the professor a piece of my mind, <laughs> but at the same time, I also don't want to die trying to get home. <laughs> um, one second. Stay away from the storm drains. Clearly, the storm drain wasn't the threat; it was the belfry loft hatch. Um. <laughs> And Ele- Ele- Evelyn was fine. She didn't fall down the hole. I mean, I don't think she would have fit, but <laughs> she would have just gone brr- like like a uh, uh, Disney style, just get a bum stuck in the hole or something. Um, no, but you, you you did hurt your ears, but they are yeah. Uh, Eve- Evelyn's gonna Evelyn's gonna make her way back to the house. However, she's gonna walk back, get a taxi back, whatever. I don't know. Would there be taxis at this time of night? The hospital will summon you one. Nice. Yeah. Heading back to the house. Nicholas, you've been given some more lovely painkillers and fall asleep. Lovely. (laughs) Last session, Nate stuck in a cupboard the whole session. This session, Nicholas, (laughs) fucking asleep in a hospital. (laughs) Love it. We're so (laughs) adept. At least you didn't get hurt in the cupboard. My pride was hurt. My pride and my body are hurt. You headbutted a bell, a 40-ton bell. Yeah, I showed that bell who's boss. I think the bell was. It rung rung your bell with a bell. I think it's chums showed you who was boss after you knocked it. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was multiple against one. Okay. Uh, Evelyn is in a taxi on the way back. Max, you get a taxi. Roll your disguise to disguise yourself. I'm, I'm going to try and disguise myself as someone who works for a newspaper. And I'm, I'm using our own um, newspaper worker as a kind of example. In fact, I'm going to try and steal their identity. I fail. You look like someone who has rapidly got out of bed. Uh, Alice accosts you as you are leaving. She's like, right. So the story is that Nicholas and Evelyn startled a thief. And the thief was able to knock Nicholas down the belfry and escape. But he didn't escape for anything. So they startled him before he stole anything. But he took Nicholas out and um, escaped. Okay. I, I think I've got that. I'll... Right, okay, I'll be back in a bit, and I'm going to head out for the hospital, St. Thomas's. It takes you about an hour and a half to get there. Uh, roll me your spot hidden, uh, Evelyn and Max. Actually, Evelyn at uh, Hard. Yeah. Evelyn is clearly lying back in her taxi like oh. <laughs> uh, but Max you see as you're travelling you see a handsome cab going the other way with Evelyn in it hmm okay well Nicholas isn't there so I'm going to keep going there aren't many taxis out at this time of night it's getting on for about half past midnight at this point uh, Evelyn you arrive back at the house at about 1am and Beddoes lets you in. He's like, oh, Miss Evelyn, you're back. 
we weren't expecting you till tomorrow, but do come in, please. Yes, th thank you, Beddoes. Um, everyone else is still up. They're in the lounge. Okay, Beddoes. I'll go see them in the lounge. Thank you. Everyone, you hear Evelyn arrive. <laughs> 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 Um, Evelyn kind of, well, she, she storms in as much as someone in her current physical state could storm, which is probably a little unsteady, less of a storm, more of a breeze, um, and walks directly to the professor. Evelyn, my dear, are you okay? Am I okay? <laughs> What did you do? What did he do? He fell down the bloody ladder onto the bells and the mechanisms that were there and broke them. And what? now I can't hear a bloody thing. Why were you up the belfry to begin with? We were investigating, Professor. Investigating. You know, any... the thing that we're meant to be doing? There aren't any ghosts up the belfry! They're ghosts, Professor! They, they can go through walls! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're free spirits, Professor! Funnily enough, they're not very predictable! They might have gone up the bell tower! I am not in the mood! Beto! <gasps> Twice, Professor. Twice now. Nicholas has threatened my life with his stupidity. I refuse to be lumbered with him once more. Duly noted. Drink this. He hands you a scotch. She downs a scotch and then holds out the glass to Beddoes for another. Beddoes refills it. She danced that one. <laughs> no, <never enough. laughs> Beto offers you the bottle. She takes the bottle <laughs> okay. and uh, and proceeds to sit. She sparks up a cigarette, kind of a little bit away from everyone, and just sits there and just kind of broods with the bottle. And <laughs> uh, I, I should make you roll to not accidentally spark up the scotch. <laughs> By all means. The way this evening is going. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn spontaneously combusts. My new mystery, Nicholas. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like a bowl. On the other side of London, somehow he set Evelyn on fire. <laughs> it's his Nicholas actions is... that lead to these events. Cause Nicholas... and effect, Ash. Nicholas's um, true nightmare. That's what Nicholas um, is. The professor looks at you, Louise and Robert, and he's like. Perhaps we should cancel our trip to Highgate Cemetery tomorrow? Um, or do you want yeah. to continue? I, I think we should continue. I mean, look, I think it's best, given what we've just heard, that we keep Evelyn and Nicholas apart. So yeah, maybe, maybe Nick should have a day of rest tomorrow. <laughs> I think let's sleep on it, and perhaps we will... Be in better spirits by the morning. Farewell, Your Highness. Why don't we all go to bed? It's quarter to two. Um, we'll all feel better in the morning. Um, Your Highness, I'll escort you back to your front door. And then uh, we can all go to bed. 
have not climbed in any closets. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the professor does not say that last bit. He is unaware of the closet. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, you, however, have to make me a constitution roll. Well, I've, I'm good at those. <laughs> you are sure licking up. Good. Uh, the pain Perfect. has gone away, but uh, Beddoes pours you into bed. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to go to bed. It, it, can I... I didn't realise that being drunk would make me go to bed. <laughs> you are so can drunk, I... you cannot stay up. Can I not spend luck to drop that? Uh, if you want to spend 14 luck, you may. Uh, yeah, I do, because I want to do some reading. Okay. Uh, Angry reading. <laughs> what are you trying to read? Um, you letting yourself into the library again once everyone has gone to bed? Yeah, that was kind of what I was going to do, yeah. What, what can I read, though, from the library? I don't think I can read anything, because they're... They're all in languages I don't know, do, aren't they? Uh, 1001 Nights is missing. The professor has taken that to bed with him. Um, oh, the bastard. That was the one I wanted to read. How <laughs> dare oh, yeah, he read his Christmas present on Boxing Day? God damn it, I want to read that. It's in Arabic. You can't read it. I can read it. I've oh, been you... reading it. Oh, yeah, you can read Arabic. Uh, yeah. I you... skim read five hours of it. Over um, Christmas. The Apocrypha of the Fez is here, and Nameless Cults is here. Oh, I've already read Isis Unveiled. Um, uh, the Nameless Cults is in English. Uh, the Apocrypha of the Fez is in Turkish, Persian, and Arabic. Okay, um, that was the one that I couldn't read, because I don't know Persian and Arabic. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's going to take me weeks to read, but I'm going to start reading the um, Nameless Cults. Okay, make me a hard English roll. Oh, gosh. A English. English. Uh. Oh, but fuck it. I'm just... Oh, j- <sighs> Pocket the key. Oh god, I've just thrown water over my keyboard. <laughs> well, um, um, the method acts so hard. Um, she goes to bed. Fuck it. Oh my god, this night. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is about yeah. one a.m. when you arrive at St Thomas's. The hospital is quiet and mostly locked up. I'm going to try and find the night entrance. Or... Yeah, you wander around until you find um, the night porter's like, entryway. And I will go in and try and find a reception of some type or any uh, person. A night porter just inside the door. He's sitting at a desk and he's like, Oh, can I help you, um, miss? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here with the, the telegraph. I heard... Fascinating stories about something going on in the in Westminster Abbey, and I have come to I, I believe one of the the people involved is apparently um foilers of this form of criminal enterprise is at the hospital. I 
I'm going to... Is he sat at a desk or... He is sat at a desk, yes. You're going to charm him I'm gonna... whilst talking. Or persuade him. I am going to... Hang on, let me just check. I'm going to... Charm him. With my charms of 1am. He's a night porter at 1am and you're a beautiful lady currently, so he is, you charm your way past him. He even tells you what... I am glad I chose to dress as a, a woman tonight for this, this the escapade. Um, you charm your way in, he even tells you what room Nicholas is in. Roll me your stealth as you move through the hospital, however, because you don't want to be spotted oh. by anyone. Potato. I was going to try and act, but... You can okay. try and act if you like. You can try and act your way through like you're meant to be there. Yeah, that's what I was going to try and do. I'm going to try and do the whole, like, you know, the whole clipboard thing and just pretend that I'm meant to be there the whole time. Okay, roll me your disguise and then your charm. Disguise? Disguise? I have acting. Uh, disguise first and then acting. Okay. Uh, yet you uh, slide into someone's office and do the old white lab coat and a clipboard switcheroo. Because now you look like a doctor. Balls. You do get a bonus because uh, you are in disguise. Oh, okay. Um, how do I do bonus dice Roll these days? They've removed them from anything oh. that's been added to the sheet, which is fucking annoying. That's kind of unhelpful. Okay, well, D10. Hey. You, you manage to walk your way through, and you are in Nicholas's room. He is asleep. He um he looks okay. He's up on a drip, and he's sleeping comfortably. You're just going <sighs> to slap him awake. Stupid cousin, wake up. Or are you going to be more... No, I'm going to... I'm going to give him a shake. Nicholas, constitution roll. I'm not going to... Grab the shoulder and <laughs> you wake up, and in the light from the lantern on your sideboard, a beautiful young doctor is looking down at you. Oh, uh, you're a beautiful doctor, oh. Nicholas. It's me. Hello, me. Oh, <laughs> I assume I am still pain medded up. You are still on pain meds, and your ear hearing isn't the best, Nicholas. It's Max. Max? Max? Yes. I know a Max, too. Yes, I know you know a Max. I am Max. <laughs> yes, you just said you're Max. Hello, oh, Max. Nice to meet you, Max. Look, the professor sent me to check up on you. You know the professor? <laughs> well, I didn't know he knew any dark... Dark... Mm. Oh God. Okay, fine. I'm gonna, do, do, are there any are there any notes in here, like doctor's notes or some such? There is a clipboard hanging off the end of his bed. I'm gonna go and peruse the clipboard. Roll your uh, medicine or pharmacy. Gobbledygook. <laughs> 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 Uh, Amazing. It, it, you're able to ascertain that he's on drugs and that <laughs> he's going to be okay. And that's about it. 
Um, okay, are there any signs that he is being kept here, that there has been any investigation into what's been going on? Uh, there is a note that says, may not self-discharge. But that's it. Okay. When I got this doctor's uniform that I stole from somewhere, is there a name badge? Uh, no, it was just a coat you stole out of a locker. Oh, okay. Um, and the doctor's handwriting on these notes is unbelievably like the, the the note that says "may not discharge" is in someone else's handwriting. The doctor's handwriting is atrocious. What would I need to roll in order to try and write on this in just as atrocious handwriting as the note at the bottom? Um, forgery. Oh, is there a forgery skill? Balls. I probably should. Put points in that. <laughs> um, look at your character sheet. I okay. Yeah, you don't have anything for forging. No, I don't think I've got anything that would be helpful. Um, what if I just? What's it written in? Uh, like like ink. Of, it's in ink. Yeah. Is there a pen in my lab in my coat pocket? Roll your luck. There it is. I'm going to pull out the pen. I'm going to take the, the back off it and I'm going to purposefully spill some ink so it covers up the do not discharge bit. And then I'm going to take one last look at Nicholas, sigh, and leave. Nicholas gives you a happy smile. Ah, smashing. (laughs) (laughs) He did. Yes, Nicholas, you smashed some bells. Well done. And then I'm going to leave and get my way back out of the hospital. back outside with no trouble and you head home and eventually oh actually Evelyn roll me your luck um also I wanted to potentially make an addendum or an amendment or something I was gonna have I was gonna have a bath that's okay but roll me your luck first yeah you aren't caught coming out of the library red-handed by Max as he gets home Uh, Max is very tired. Max is going straight up to their bed. You all go <laughs> to bed. Eventually you have a nice long bath. And yeah. Nicholas and Evelyn can both roll pal. Oh no. They rung the bells. If how tonight is going, I'm not hopeful. Oh. Ooh. You're all good. I'm all yeah. good. <laughs> Two extreme successes. Are we though? Pow Fuck can do you. all sorts. He, no, he's doing sad GM face. We're fine. Yeah, we're all good. <laughs> he's doing pow <laughs> <to> GM. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a lovely bath. 
I like. I, I think oh, the bells—they were actually pretty nice. That view—that was wonderful. Yeah, the enchanting Christmas view was great. Yeah. Right after yeah. Bill Nicholas plunge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the next. This one... is becoming a, a theme. If if I just fall off everything <laughs> high going forward, I'm just not going to go anywhere with any verticality. <laughs> You didn't. You fell in a well underground last yes, time. A deep well that I was at the top of. Verticality. <laughs> let, let, That's going to be very, very difficult. It's just not climbing on top of any Orient Express carriages when the train finally turns up. Oh, my gosh. Am I going to make it to the train? I'm not sure at this point. <laughs> Were you going to make it to the train? <laughs> I don't think we are. No. Anyway, the next morning, uh, you all gather for breakfast. Louise, are you going to Professor's house for breakfast? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, everyone is at breakfast with you. You all wander down at about 9am. Uh, Nicholas is Max, having a um, hospital breakfast. Max will be late due to being very tired and getting back very late in the more, more early in the morning. That's okay, Beddoes happily knocks and informs you breakfast is in 20 minutes. Max does not look like they slept well. That's okay, Beddoes happily also lets himself into your room and opens all the curtains. Oh. Ow. Ouch. Beddoes. You're just doing my job. <sighs> Master Max, excuse Max. Um, I have like I've literally slept in the clothes that I was in last night, so I've walked in the door and just fallen on the bed and gone to sleep. Oh, actually, that's not a bad idea. Yes, please. And um, there's a pen in the pocket. And I'm going to take the pen out of the pocket, just in case. Fear not. You always check your pockets before you put anything in the laundry. That's probably a very good idea. Anyway, uh, okay. breakfast. Some very tired people are at breakfast. Robert, are you at breakfast? I am, yes. Hey, uh, Professor Smith is sitting there and he's like, well... Um, Robert was all in favour of us continuing on to Highgate Cemetery today. What do people think? Max is busy eating and drinking coffee and will wait to say anything. Of course! I would be delighted! I think your hearing should be back to normal by now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. uh, Of course. Louise, Highgate Cemetery? I, th- I think I would be I would be up for that. Well, Max, do you want to stay here? Oh no, I'm fine, Professor. I just got back late after checking in on Nicholas. How was he? Very high on some form of pharmaceuticals, as far as I could make out. But he appears to be on the mend. I um, I planted a few rumours along the lines of the the story that we discussed last night and I might have removed a reference on his notes regarding him not being allowed to self-discharge. Okay, well that's something at least. Uh, the professor folds up his newspaper and drops it. Roll your spot figures, please. Louise, Max, and... Robert. No, not Robert. Louise and Max. Yeah, Louise and Max, because... Here. No, I don't get I a roll. Uh, 
you th- this won't make any you weren't at the event that happened so it wouldn't make any sense okay. to you if you saw the headline yep um okay well i we don't for my let me go through my notes um highgate cemetery highgate cemetery I think I gave my notes to you. Uh, my notes were given to you, Robert, on Highgate Cemetery. They were indeed. Uh, why don't you uh, inform everyone about Highgate Cemetery? I'm going to have another coffee. Very well. Um, are you going to share this? Do you want to read this out? Uh, I'll share it with everyone. Uh, let me just share it with everyone, but then you can read it out to the party. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's yeah. I'm assuming it's this one. So, uh, legends supposedly the secret meeting place of a cult who has taken over one of the fantastical mausoleums as their headquarters. Figures in strange robes seen in the ni- in the 1880s, 1890s, and 1900s, but there haven't been any sightings since the war. Rumours of a red-eyed beast have abounded ever since. It appears only after dark and follows people along the path outside the fence, keeping pace with them. No reports of anyone ever trying to go inside the cemetery to face the beast exist. Uh, Then there's some opening hours for the cemetery. Um, Lodge and main entrance on Swain Lane. The keeper is a Robert Drummond. His wife is a Louise Drummond. Two sons, Carl and Joseph. There are no side gates. The wall around the cemetery is 10 feet tall, white marble. Uh, Rumours always put the strange figures in robes towards the centre of the cemetery. There are three very grand mausoleums there around a large obelisk carved with the names of the war dead. Mr. Drummond will not unlock any of them, and the families will certainly not let strangers poke around in their crypts if contacts typo uh, though two families are now extinct and cannot be contacted obviously one family died out in the war the griffin uh sarvin family mock egyptian pyramid in blue veined marble griffin family mock byzantine domed mausoleum quite a grand structure two gates of cast iron bar entry both need to be unlocked to get inside macmahatta family Traditional Scottish stone barrow. Entrances by moving the large round stone carved with the family coat of arms at the front end. This is all. Well, so I take it there are really two things to be investigated here then. The the, the cult and this beast. Correct? Indeed. That's right. Um, I Drummond has refused any and all entrance into the mausoleums that they might be interested in. Thankfully, Max, um, I have already accidentally acquired the keys. Huh. Well, handy. That's that's good. I was going to suggest they might be a a direction of getting those keys. Should we not have them? Perfect. Uh, so yes, we do have access to the well. Two of the mausoleums need keys, and one of the mausoleums you just roll a big stone out of the way. So um... easy enough. Well, <laughs> we should hope. Easy enough for you, young strapping young men. 
Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. The professor slides you apology bacon. Looks looks up at the professor for a moment and reluctantly takes the apology bacon. Apology accepted! Woo! <laughs> okay, uh, roll, roll again, again, Max and Louise. And Alice can roll as well. I'll roll for Alice. That's but. I'm very bad at spotting hidden all of a sudden. Alice is perusing one of the copy of the Times and she hands it to you, Alice. Uh, Louise, sorry. Uh, I've given you a new handout in Prologue. Mm -hmm. If you scroll down, you should see a new handout has appeared. It did. Uh... What am I looking for? It starts with Christmas. It's... Oh. You found it? The new I Christmas have. Christmas. Yes. Uh, whilst you're reading that, what was that now? So it's the international moose count is underway. This... That is not the relevant story you should be reading. There yes. is always a moose count. And do not tell Nicholas about the international moose count. <laughs> um, Nicholas, you are in hospital. You're yes. reading about the international moose count in Canada. Smashing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you, have... you remembered trying to get hired onto this. But that you, it clashed. You weren't going to be back in time from Africa to join the team going to Canada. Well, I'm back now, and is there any chance of a late joining? No, they wouldn't have it. Because uh. they've been over there living in Canada for the last two months, like, settling in and preparing and all of that. I sigh. Um, the doctor, your, your ears have stopped ringing. You still feel a bit groggy, but they've taken you off the painkillers. And uh, you are um, informed that you may discharge this morning. I see nothing wrong with this. And leave. Yeah, you, you gather your clothes and belongings and order a taxi. Yeah. Uh, to return you to the professor's house. And you start to make your way through the snow-covered streets of London. Indeed. Uh, and whilst you're travelling, Louise, have you read the uh, newspaper article yet? I have. Would you like to do anything with this knowledge? Uh, I don't think so at the moment. Okay. Uh, roll me your sanity. You lose one sanity because you are quite sure what happened there and it does disturb you somewhat slightly. Yes. Uh, okay, uh, you just folding the newspaper up for now? Uh, yes, I think so. 
Okay. You fold up the newspaper. Uh, breakfast comes to an end. And the professor's like, well, uh, why don't we all take it easy this morning? Um, I'm going to go to my study and write up some notes for my lecture. And then um, we'll head over there, say, about two. How does that sound to everyone? Sounds about right. What time is sunset at the moment, Professor? This, this beast apparently only arrives after dark. Uh, well, that's why I was thinking we'd get out there at two. Um, get out there for two, get a look around at the lay of the land. The sunset is around about 4.32. Well, that should be perfect. Okay. Well, I'm going to be in my study if anyone needs me. I shall see you in a bit. Um, but I, at least you have the run of the house. The only thing you do not have access to is my locked cabinet in the library. Um, all the other cabinets are unlocked. I'll be in the study. And he toddles off. I will just go around. Robert, what are you going to do of a morning off? Um, I hadn't really thought about what I was going to do a morning off, so I would... Try to find someone who can speak Latin to help me read the book that I have. Yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'll find Evelyn. Do I know that Evelyn speaks Latin? I must do. She reads a lot of books, right? Yeah. That's how it works. You've worked with her in the past. She's usually the professor's Latin translator. Yeah. There we go, then. That's what I shall be doing. Uh, Max, what are you going to do this morning? I am probably going to go and... Get some more sleep? Right, I've been considering that, but now now they're thinking that perhaps maybe some exercise will help them get refreshed. So they're going to go and exercise in the garden. Practice. They're going to go and exercise in the garden with some fencing drills. That's what they're going to go and do. Louise, what are you going to do? I am taking it easy. I will have a little walk in the grounds and then maybe spend some time in a chair. Okay. Uh, you settle. You go for a nice walk around the gardens. Roll fencing, Max. Oh, oh my! I did quite well. You may kick it off, uh, Louise. You may roll. Roll me your psychology as you watch. Oh. You're snuggled down in the uh, in a big wicker chair in the conservatory with a nice warm cup of tea, and you're watching Max as they fence and exercise. You are definitely getting a sense more about Max's character. I'm going to send you a note. Oh. <laughs> Where is my note? There we go. Okay, um, Nicholas, you arrive back at the Professor's house. Professor. Uh, Beddoes pays your taxi fare for you. 
Thank you, Beddows. Uh, we're glad to have you home with us, sir. Uh, why don't you come inside? You uh, that's probably a good idea. Why don't yes. you go upstairs, have a bath and change, sir, and then your uncle is in the stuff. Thank you, Beddows. Very appreciated. Very good job, though, fighting off those thieves. Okay. Nice. You head upstairs to have a bath. Okay, Robert, you accost Evelyn as breakfast is winding up. You may talk to her. I mean, I wouldn't describe it like that, but, you know, sure. <laughs> you there, read this book for me. <laughs> um, I approach, I say, hello, Evelyn. Hello, uh, Robert. How how are your ears today? Better. Um, I think it's nice of you that that is what you'd say to me first thing in the morning. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, yesterday was a bit bit crazy. I'm guessing you're going to be trying to avoid Nicholas when he eventually returns. I have no issue with Nicholas. I just do not wish to be left alone with him on an assignment again. So there seems to be a running history of. Misfortune, shall we say? Uh, let me speak for everyone when I say uh, we thank you for your service. <laughs> well, I feel like it's someone else's turn now. That that's completely fair. Um, I was I don't I know we've only got a few hours this morning, but I was hoping you'd be able to help me. Actually, I've got this book. Um, I believe it's in Latin, and I can't read Latin. Oh, another book, Robert. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. But it it's is kind of your right. expertise. <laughs> I would be delighted to. How can I help? I show the book. Is this the book from inside your puzzle box? It is. Okay. I have shared a new book with you, Evelyn. Oh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, delicious. Oh, yes, I like this. What is this? The great thing about this book is that there's no mechanic about don't turn pages until you've done a thing. You can just read the book. Is it because it's really small and came out of a tiny box? It is quite small. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck it. Everybody this. just skims it into the fireplace. And it was like, <laughs> 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 Evelyn, this is really confusing. It's it's quite small. Think of, you know, the little book of calm. It's about that big and it's handwritten in Latin with what look like diagrams for doing something like there's a cube and there are pictures of a pair of hands turning the cube in different ways. I mean, I have the cube, right? Uh, no, no, you don't have the cube. From, you have a big wooden puzzle. Oh, it's box. it's in the puzzle box. Yes, yeah, of course you it is. Sorry, yeah. Any more of the puzzle? Yeah, box. yeah, yeah. So you yeah. think whatever the cube in the diagrams is, it's from. Yeah. Uh, these uh, and it's uh, split into two bits, Evelyn. There's like an original language you don't recognise, which is weird, pictograms, and then Latin, and it has names like. The Light of Restoration, and then it shows a series of turning the cube in strange ways, and then there'll be another title in Latin. Okay. So, even if I don't get to read the whole thing, 
because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> can I, like, can we try one of the combinations? Uh, you haven't got anything to try. We, we haven't got it yet. We've, we've, got, I haven't actually got the um the cube out of the box yet, which is where I'm assuming the cube is. Yeah. Oh right, sorry. I thought this was a combination for the box, but it's not. No, There's something no, no. in the box that we have yeah. to get out of the, of the cube. Yeah, and then I mean, you can use. Okay, yeah. I mean, to be fair, given a full study says half an hour, I imagine you could probably give it a couple of attempts, right? Yep, you can roll your Latin again. You've retired to the library and find a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here goes an epic fail. Oh, go- oh you know, fuck it. I'm spending the luck on this. I don't care. I just want <laughs> shit to fucking succeed. <laughs> I have so much luck right now. I, here, yeah, I succeed. And I'm just there in the background doing this with a cube. <laughs> the only role I've wanted to luck today for rules say I couldn't. <laughs> uh, you read your you make little notes in a notebook of what all the latin titles are the english titles of each combination are um but yeah without the actual box to perform any of these combinations with like it's like just a series of pictures underneath each title oh wow like, some of these uh some of these sound pretty fucking sweet. Well, my favourite one is right at the end where it says, and this isn't all of them, you should just try some combinations, basically. <laughs> um, whilst Evelyn is studying the book, could I have uh, uh, an attempt at solving more of the puzzle box? You can. Let me open the puzzle box and find it. There is a lot of combinations here. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is this? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Evelyn asks for the puzzle box and throws it into the fire! <laughs> I mean, that might be wise. Um, but uh, you and Robert. Uh, Robert is looking at the puzzle box. Uh, roll me your intelligence, please, Robert. Uh, now roll me your dexteritoire. Yeah. Uh, you managed to work out the next bit of the puzzle, and the entire top part of the box lifts off and falls okay. backwards, and there's another box inside of it. Of course there is. This one is like made of that smooth, polished teak wood, and there is absolute, there's a seam around the middle, but no hinges, no obvious way in, but you're like, okay... Give it a little yep. cake. Doesn't even rattle. I I lick it. Um, okay, well, me your constitution extreme. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. <laughs> 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 what, I do, do I do I get to see him lick it? <laughs> Just in confusion. <laughs> you do get to see him lick it. Uh, it tastes of like wood polish and varnish and is disgusting. It's not poison. <laughs> oh, gosh. It might tell me something about the person that created this box, I'm sure. There's a reason for this. 90 intelligence, come on. Uh, yeah, it's it's. you're going to have to try and work out how to open this next box. Yep. Not by opening it. Yeah, well, I've, I've, at least I've ruled that out now. 
True. Okay, uh, you two are doing that. Louise, uh, are you doing anything else as you are relaxing in the conservatoire? Uh, I sit and I watch, and then I go off and find the paper, and then I've got the paper from before. Okay, you've got the paper. What do you do with it next? Uh, I will continue to, well, wait around and... I once Max arrives. Okay, uh, you uh, wait for Max to come in from their <laughs> fencing practice, and you are able to intercept them. Hey. Oh, uh, Your Highness, I apologize just... for distracting from your, your break. No, 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 not at all. Um, I was just going through the paper, and uh, I saw something... Uh, and thought I should just bring it to your attention. Oh, I'm going to reach down and take the paper and skim it. Okay, Max, you have a new handout that starts with Christmas. You may want to read this out loud for the recording. Uh, oh. handsome young man in the photograph is your waiter from the Langham Hotel on Christmas Eve. Oh, no. Son killed on Christmas Eve. Tragedy struck a family in the East End on Christmas Eve this Eve. Robert Tonthorpe of Whitechapel, a waiter at the Langham Hotel, was returning home late after Christmas Eve shift. Having misplaced his house key and not wishing to wake his elderly mother, he jimmied a window open at the back of the house. Sadly, he had awoken his mother, uh, woken his mother up climbing the back wall, and in the dark she hit him with a frying pan, thinking he was an intruder. Young Robert, Robert is now in a coma at Whitechapel General Hospital, and his doctors do not believe he will wake up. The Christmas tragedy that has left a family bereft of their oldest son. The police have decided there are no criminal charges to press in this tragedy. Make a sanity check. Sam? Sam is dead. Max? Sam's back. Oh, fuck. Not again. <laughs> yeah, not again. Uh, you lose uh, the four of san- three sanity. Okay. As you are somewhat sobered by the realisation of what you inadvertently caused when you stole the key out of his pocket. Max is going to keep staring at the headline for a second. Um, uh, the hands obviously begin like to shake a little before they eventually kind of still. And he takes a deep breath um, and turns to his and says, um, "Excuse me, Your Highness, would you mind?" Making my excuses, the professor. I will attempt to join you at the cemetery later, but I, I think I need to go and take care of something. Of course, uh, uh, at that point, go go ahead. Of course, I'll let him know. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah. Um, they're going to fold the paper up and take it with them and head back into the house um, and get changed again, ready to go out. Nicholas, what have you been doing beyond having a bath and getting changed? Uh, well, I'd probably go down to see my uncle. He's sitting at his desk, writing on his... Uh, he's got a pad of paper, and he's writing by hand, and he looks up and he's like, Nicholas! Uncle. So, the official story is that you disturbed a would-be thief, and he pushed you off a ladder as a distraction to cover his escape. Right. So we will say no more on it. Well done. Yes, Uncle. <laughs> Miss Edwards has requested to be teamed up with someone else next time we have to split up into groups. Unfortunate things seem to keep happening. Well, isn't that just the story of your life? Not really. I've had quite a good life up till this point. How is your little cub? He he's fine at the moment. Uh, I, I've been trying to arrange for uh, some proper accommodations for him at the zoological society. Oh, I think it's the most responsible thing to do. That is surprisingly responsible. Yes. And here I was half expecting you to want to keep him in the house permanently. That wouldn't be practical, Uncle. Or train them to be your magnificent attack cat when you go back to Africa. Well, as as tempting as that is, it, it's an animal, and it, it has a life of its own, Uncle. They're, they're most beautiful when they're uncaged and free. Please do not release the jaguar cub free into the nearest park. I was thinking more like Dartmoor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dartmoor's Of course. Uh, probably when it's a little bit older, though, and can look after itself. You've got to make yeah, it needs to be a bit bigger first. We need to feed him up so he's big and strong and can and stave off all the horrible English wildlife. And probably um, make sure it's actually wild and not domesticated, or else it will just die. Yes, yes, of course, Uncle. Well, that's a good idea. We can arrange that with the Zoological Society, I'm sure. They'd be more than thrilled to help you raise the cub. And- mm-hmm then you can release it onto Dartmoor. Indeed. That sounds like a responsible thing to do. As you say, it's much better to release these animals into the wild. You've taught me that over the years. Yes, yes, of course. Um, pets are wonderful, but not all animals should be pets. Anyway, um, we're going out to Highgate Cemetery after lunch. Do you want to stay home and rest? Oh, no, no, I'll come along. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Isn't Highgate the one where there's actually meant to be an animal? Yes, we're hunting some sort of devil dog. Exactly. It's exactly what I'm here for. Well, as long as you're feeling up to it, um, go and get ready for going out. It's still snowing and a bit cold, so dress up warmly. And make sure to take any medication they gave you. Did they give me any medication? Mostly painkillers. I will take my medication, Uncle. Well, uh, you all uh, finish up your morning's adventures. Evelyn's been reading a very puzzling book. Robert has unlocked the next part of the puzzle box. Max has been crushed in spirit somewhat by an accident. 
Um, Nicholas has recovered from headbutting a bell, and Louise is just enjoying being a princess, I think. It's enjoyable. Uh, it's 10 o'clock, so we will stop there, and we'll see you all in two weeks for Highgate Cemetery. Maybe we won't get through uh, this one. Aye, aye, aye. Fucking hell.